There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, there's one thing we love to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's pizza. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, the three of us pizza lovers in our own right. And uh, whenever there is a... Who uh, doesn't love pizza, though? I don't know. Anyway, Nobody on. I know. However, whenever there is an opportunity to uh, judge pizza, we are happy to convene Pizza's Court. Mamma mia! My Talk and Team Cobra present... The best pizza night ever. That was the worst pizza I ever had! The Pizza's Court. Pizza? Where's pizza? Where pizza's judged... Mmm. ...in court. Get it? Pizza's Court? Oh. Um, do, do I have to say this? Uh, yes. <sighs> With the Honorable Judge Topner presiding... <sighs> Somebody hit the audible eye roll for me, Will. Oh, jeez. It's on the docket, trainer. Thank you for showing up today. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Uh, the question before us, pizza-related, of course. <laughs> Pizza's court. Deep-fried pizza. Apparently, this is a thing in Scotland, among other places around the globe. I have never seen this. It is like a pizza unicorn of sorts, if you ask me. I Uh, am surprised it hasn't shown up at the Minnesota State Fair. Well, I mean, it might just only be a matter of time, Mm. okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Over on the take... Sorry, I just lost the thing. Over on the takeout, they said, deep fry your pizza because none of us is immortal. And then they share a recipe along with a conversation about something called deep fried pizza. I have questions. I've I answers, am intrigued. But I am so curious. I am about disgusted, this. but I want to try this thing. I figured we could talk this through. Listener 651 641 1071. I yep. suddenly had this moment where I was like, <laughs> I don't know where I am. 651 641 1071. What do you think about uh, deep fried pizza? Also, if you've ever had deep fried pizza, I would yes. like to speak to you because I feel like. You're also a unicorn. So, I said I had questions. You said you have no answers. But let me share with you what I know, which is that apparently Scotland has a well-documented history of frying pizza. Why is this the first? Why is April 4th, 2022 (laughs) the first we have heard of this? Mm Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That's now, my first issue. when Go you on. ask what, like, I imagine there are some listeners out there who are like, what is deep fried pizza exactly? Well, I do have some logistical questions. What are your logistical questions? Is this like a battered experience and then fried? 
or are they, I don't know, like how are they, how do they fry the pizza? Great they fry question. whole pizza, just the slice, what? Great questions. Thanks. Both. And oh. so there is, and in fact, in this uh, article from the takeout, they actually give you a recipe for battering and deep frying your pizza. But also, awesome. there's just like a slice that's been deep fried. So, and I will, oh God, I'm very emotional. I, um, it's just the spin drift. It's giving me gas. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Nancy Craig. <laughs> well, at least it's coming out of the top end. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, then they go on to explain how this works. And basically you just, uh, batter the slice of pizza, preheat your fat oil to 375 drop it in the thing and prepare to enjoy now they are very very specific that you should not be using high quality pizza oh that and in fact let me see if i can this find is the ex- better with low quality pizza uh yeah it's okay let me give you the exact words here <laughs> you also have to use seltzer because it creates like a nice airy crispy crust thing seltzer where like in, in the, the batter. batter so oh, like the okay. liquid for the batter is like seltzer oh, seltzer 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 and it says, quote, I sincerely and fully advise you. Now, this is a person who has explored deep fried pizza territory. I sincerely and fully advise you to not use a very good pizza in this. There's a certain equalizing effect to a bowl of batter and a dangerously hot oil bath. A frozen pizza is A-OK as long as you've already cooked it. Mm. I had great results with a pizza chain that I'm not going to name, but that produces the perfectly average pizza pizza. Mm. So you know who they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Pizza pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the unbattered fried pizza was perfectly with fine. Middle measers. What? He didn't want to say who it was. I know, and but I just, just told everyone. The unbattered <laughs> fried pizza, he did both, was perfectly fine. A thin batter of mostly seltzer worked fine too. Um, and then he did like the big fat batter one that you can get the recipe for, and it looked like, um, it looks pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I want it looks to try real. I just want to like, See what a bite tastes like. Don't you like. think we could get... Um, downstairs? Downstairs, because they uh, have pizza and a deep fat fryer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like if we provide the batter, yeah. it's just a, a little a little dip and, and whatever. Yeah, we're going to make our own pizza crunch. It's what they call it in Scotland. If it's not pizza Scottish, crunch. it's pizza, pizza crunch supper. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what was that voice exactly? I tried. Pizza crunch supper! Six five one six four one one zero seven one, deep fried Aren't pizza. You? Would you or have you? We want to talk to you. We do have a caller. Do you want oh, to go there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy, have you deep fried a pizza or would you deep fry a pizza? I would totally deep fry a pizza. What? I, I too express uh, a lot of surprise that this hasn't showed up at the state fair. Yes. Yeah. I think but, we should be mad. I might, I don't know. We make should a make petition. it happen and become wealthy. True. Yes. And I also think before you described what the situation actually was, I just thought of like Hot Pockets or pizza rolls mm. and those deep fried would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Oh, for sure. I feel like you could give that a shot too. I mean, you should yeah. be doing that. Because they not. have pizza flavored Hot Pockets. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I, can, I can vouch Amy, for deep fried pizza thank you for rolls. Your thoughts. Those um, are good. Wait, where have you tried that? What? In my house. Have you never deep fried pizza no. roll? I'm scared to deep fry at home. It's a fried product. I don't know. I never put it in the fryer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. What do you do? You just dip that sucker right in there and take it out? The pizza roll? Like, take a bag of Totino's pizza rolls, stick a bunch in the basket, lower it into the deep frat, and behold... The what? (laughs) Deep frat? (laughs) And behold... And behold, you guys in your mouth, well, beholding it in your mouth, but you know, no, blow I'm not on it first. Hold it long. Wow, <laughs> we're missing out. We need to go to Scotland because apparently, at the chippy shops in Scotland, uh-huh. where this is a deep frying pizza is a tradition, they also deep fry the following. They call them teddy scones, burgers, spam fritters, mushrooms, steak pie. Ice cream and Oreos. I'm here. I for mean, it. I try it all. Literally anything. All. They're just like my heart. Flash. On the other hand, is yeah, begging that's forgiveness. That's a question mark. Do you remember there was a place uh, that used to be across the street right down from the, the street. station? Yeah, and they deep fried yeah. like everything, and, and we, we tried. Some we stuff. tried. Uh, their wings were amazing, unbelievable. But they would literally fry. They fried uh, little Debbie's for us. Yes. Oh. But they did not deep fry pizza, to my knowledge. Otherwise, yeah, know. we would have been right on that. Yeah. Anyway, so deep fat frying pizza. Okay. Somebody needs to do it this weekend. I'm going to just, I'm going to ask around. It might take a few weeks. We might have to, no pun intended, butter them up downstairs oh. to see if they'll give us, uh, give us a shot here with this. But, uh, Here's all we need. Flour, mm-hmm. masa harina, salt, baking soda, chili powder, Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we should put chili powder. I don't powder. really want... Yeah. That's gonna... Plain seltzer and a tablespoon of vegetable oil. Okay. I think that's the tablespoon is just for the batter, not like you deep fry it okay. in a tablespoon of oil. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I feel like the cafeteria downstairs would do this as bragging rights. Yeah. I would hope so. Like, look at how amazing this is. All right. Uh, this will be I'm a future cheat day experience. Seeds. I'll start planting some seeds down there, and uh, we'll see what comes of it. Okay. We also need a one-to-one ratio of brown sauce to malt vinegar in a squeeze. Bottle. I really wish they would stop calling it brown sauce. That's just Worcestershire, right? No, it's H. Or it's it's kind of like um, Heinz fifty seventy. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So it's got that tang. Brown. It's brown. It's got a tang. I don't want you to put those words together anymore. Thank you for showing up. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, somebody who would never, ever allow. A deep fried pizza to touch her lips. Oh, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. I was like, who's? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? We're going to get the gooper scoopers together after this on My Talk 107.1. Oh, my goodness. Gwyneth Paltrow. She is one of our favorite topics on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What up? CEO of Goop. Uh, and uh, whenever we talk about her, we pull together the gooper scoopers. Here come the goopers, goopers, they are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, 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 Goopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, 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 Goopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. What's up, Bradley? You guys, Gwyneth is totally giving up in the bedroom. Like she's just going to lay there? Yeah, Brad Falchuk is super horny and he doesn't know what to do. There's a real crisis in their conscious coupling. So this is an okay exclusive, and by okay I mean okay. Actually, no, the tabloid okay exclusive so sex positive Gwyneth Paltrow giving up in the bedroom. Brad <laughs> Falchuk is itching for excitement. Ooh, so horny. So goop grief, as okay says. I just oh. I love these stories. So you guys, anyway, the thrust of this particular well, tale. I don't think there's much of that going on. Is that you know she may preach the virtues of 
hot sex and edginess in the boudoir. But insiders say she's gotten boring and frumpy in in the home, <laughs> much to her husband's chagrin. Oh, no. Would you like to hear what the insider spilled to OK oh, Magazine? Geez. Do I want so to? This yes. Is, well, you have no choice. So yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Regardless. Um, much like Gwyneth giving up in the bedroom. Um, sorry, Brad. Foul check, not me. Um, so. This is an interesting tale, though, because, dear listeners, usually exclusives and tabloids are coming from... Inside the house. Yeah, I don't think that's the case I think here. this is coming from an, a disgruntled employee. Yeah, this isn't coming from, like, Brad Falchuk's, like, <laughs> I just really want to have more hot Gwyneth time, and I'm not getting it, so I'm going to take to the tabloids. I mean, and if that were true, he wouldn't be doing it with, okay, mm. because, well... They're just okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, everything, yeah. according to an insider, Gwyneth wears these days. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> everything Gwyneth wears these days, you guys, is just big and baggy. And her <laughs> fabulous figure is all covered up, even though Brad's been trying to convince her to bring back those tight jeans and little dresses she used to wear when they first met. Okay. You know, she still has that body to rock sexy pieces, says the insider, but she's just not in the headspace for it. It's like lights out most nights. She ditched the long, the lingerie a long time ago. Now it's just PJs, skincare masks, and a cup of hot tea. <laughs> I mean, welcome to all of us. This sounds like middle age. I'm here yeah. for it. You know, Brad, he's 51, but he would love to end the night with a glass of wine and maybe, um, you know, some foreplay. Put <laughs> <laughs> on the is, Silk Sonic and get to town. Gwyneth is super disciplined and won't stray from her routine. The poor guy's telling everyone he's itching for some excitement. Like, I just love the oh. idea that Brad Falchuk's calling people like, I just can't. <laughs> I need it. I, ha- I have to have it. She won't <laughs> give it to me. He's like at the top. Target picking up his prescription. He's telling the pharmacist everything's great except for my wife. She won't wear those tight clothes clothes and she won't do it. And they're like, I'm sorry, sir, this is a Target. (laughs) Did Uh, I ask? The news of Paltrow toning things down with her hunky man is not exactly what you'd expect. I mean, after all, she's known for her provocative line that sells sex toys and candles that smell like her. So, yeah, no, the lady who sells for for, for candles can't take a night off Mm. in the bedroom. Mm. Anyway, this is just trash. This is not real. Unless, as you you pointed out, perhaps somebody is trying to make them seem, I don't know, frigid? Like, what's the point of this? I love the idea of, like, the, you know, the assistant, you know, over in accounting who got let go during COVID, which was really upsetting and and maybe it wasn't handled well. And she's like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to call up somebody at okay magazine and tell them all sorts of business about Gwyneth that makes her look real Brad is just gross. super horny. Yeah. And she's just wearing sweats. Wow. Yeah. 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 Her, she didn't pay the invoice for yep. her I vibrator mean, distributor. Yes. Can we just talk about <laughs> And so Karen's at home right now reading this and being like, see, how do you like that, Gwyneth? But I feel like you could have done better, ma'am. Like well, the fact, was, the fact that you're just going to allege that she's not as horny as she used to be. Mm. Like, why not? You know, she like, I don't know, makes people disappear, or she has like a funky, like um, boil on her butt that won't heal, and it just keeps erupting. 
Ew. I'm just saying, like, wow. make it something. Put Bradley on the case. <laughs> make it something, you know, for real, not just yeah. like, well, she just likes to sit on her couch and wear yeah. sweatpants. Yeah, which uh, the majority of us are like, okay, okay, yeah, actually, that's totally you. relatable for a change. So yeah. I might actually listen to what Gwyneth has to say. <laughs> also, I don't buy this for a minute because you just know there's like tantric Thursdays at their house, oh, for sure, or like, you know, I don't know. Like hands free. I feel like it would be Saturday tantric morning. Tuesdays. <laughs> hands free. <laughs> oh, all right. I just, you know, it's so extra. Oh, well, God. I also bet that they, yes. I mean, you just know they start every morning sinking their breath together and like sitting crisscross. Is that before or after like, she's like smoking her ciggy for the week? I, that's at night. That's her nighttime. Yeah. That's her nighttime she's tradition. Day. Come on. She has her glass of wine and her ciggy. But in the morning they wake up and they are very pure and they, you know, stand naked mm. and, and gaze into each other's eyes and they just think they're breathing oh, and they be well, together. Maybe not anymore, well, according to Apparently not. Okay. Dumb people doing dumb things coming at you next. We've got some crazy, stupid idiots. idiots on the Colleen and Bradley show. Stay right where you are. We will give you a heap and helping of dumb people after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. These are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places, like where? Dublin. Oh, Ireland. Yes, we're going to Dublin and we are going to meet a crane operator who is no longer operating cranes. Oh, okay. Well, well, because he had some questionable judgment in um, a choice that he made. Okay. Um, He was... Well, let's say this. He was trying to make a video that would go viral. And that's always a bad, bad motive. The video went viral, um, but it did not result in good things for him. Oh. Here's what had happened. Um, he thought, boy, you know what people want to see? They want to see me mm. operating my crane. Do they? Drop a gigantic bag of schmeeces from the top of a building. What? He did this. He he's launching doo doo and it's his own and what? um yep uh there's you do a blue and red plastic bag tied tightly uh and as he's taking the video he says the joys of being a crane driver and then he swings the tied bag above Dublin skyline <laughs> and then drops he it just flings a giant bag of poo drops it onto a rooftop next to where he's working the bag plops onto the roof next to the skylight and leaves a mess um people were apparently shocked by the horrifying don't say i'm i'm actually shocked you said that uh one person tweeted i think i've had enough internet for today (laughs) 
Um, however, uh, it turns out this guy was a contractor for the construction group he was working with and he's been asked to leave. He shall no longer be operating cranes <laughs> for these people. Um, they also carried out a safety check and a remedial hygiene uh works to the adjacent building they've requested the social media companies involved to remove the content from their platforms and he will no longer work on that site or any of their other sites in the future okay so while you may have high hopes of uh dropping a bag of poo from a very tall building i don't even get like what's the point of that exactly so it wasn't like a targeted thing like he was like i don't like these people so i'm going to fling doo-doo I think he really honestly just wanted to go viral. And could say that I dropped a deuce. Exactly. It was more like a, a, a I don't know, like mm-hmm. a quadruce. <laughs> you know, it was a big bag. It That's the other thing. Bag. It's like, how long did it take him to fill that bag? Listen, oh, I didn't I, I didn't get to ask, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. That's a big bag. Yep. Big sack That's of nasty. dung. I am dung with that story. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> uh, that was where again? That was in Ireland. Dublin. Dublin. Okay, well, you know, uh, great story. Um, kind of stinky. Mm-hmm. Let's go to, not too far away, actually, from that story for our next story. And in fact, we're going to head over to England. Oh. And we're going to Derby. Derby, England, and I want to take you to the Derbyshire Roads Policing Unit, where they shared a story that will change your life forever, and by that I mean not really, but it'll make you laugh at somebody else's expense, which is not always easy, because sometimes you feel bad. You're not going to feel bad about this guy, and here's why. Because it just hits the nail on the head of people I think you are familiar with. So, this dude loves sports cars, and he's like, I'm going to get a sports car, and I'm going to be sporty. I'm going to spend a lot of money and zip around. But, you know, sports cars are kind of dangerous. I would not find myself in a sports car. Mm -mm. I would not find myself on a motorcycle. I would not find myself on one of those scooters because I think you're going to break your wrist. But some dudes get real horny for sports cars, right? right. Brad Falchuk? Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, he gets, well, if Gwyneth Paltrow was a sports car, Mm -hmm. he'd take that car for a ride. But apparently she would want no part of it. Listen to our previous segment. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you about this particular driver who bought a Ferrari. He bought a Ferrari and it didn't end well. Did he die? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. You don't know well, you zero said it, to death. It's crazy, it did, stupid idiots. You said it didn't end well. It did, and I just well, thought, it well, didn't. And trust me. So okay. again, crazy, stupid idiot. A guy buys a Ferrari. Okay. He wants to go fast. Well, he, he did. He drove fast. There's only one problem. He wasn't on a road? Well, no, he was actually on a road. Literally, as he pulled off of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. He crashed his brand new Ferrari and completely destroyed it within moments. Dude, dude, you don't hit the the gas pedal the minute you drive off the lot. You got to go to another. You got to no. He's like, I'm going to get me a Ferrari. Well, Mm. literally moments later, crashes it. No more Ferrari. Oh, poor guy. (laughs) Oh, 
Why am I feeling so sad for him? I don't him? know. Well, just, just that's like, a lot of money, yeah. and like it just to me, yeah. it's like it's like yeah, well, when maybe you get don't like a really good ice cream cone, and then you drop it as you walk away. Yeah, if you like flung it at somebody. Yeah, it's I not like he right. just drove it off the lot and somebody ran into him. Oh, he sped and got into an accident. Oh, yeah. Was everybody okay? Oh yeah, no, everybody was fine. Okay, he just damaged his car. Okay, <clears throat> his ego is not okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, we are going to uh, Sydney, Australia. We are keeping it real international today. And, you know, it's 2022. We've had a lot, a lot, a lot of experience with being online, right? We should all know how to operate our Zoom by now. Oh, well, yeah, no, we've been through a few incarnations of Zoom and yes. what not to do. Yeah, so... um An instructor at the Western Sydney University was doing a lesson over the Zoom, Mm -hmm. and uh, he called for, you know, a break. That happens sometimes when you're in a long class. You got to get up and stretch. We'll be back in 15 minutes. Everybody go do what you got to do. Maybe get a snack. Maybe use the restroom. Maybe look at some porn. um, Oh, no. We don't do that. Oh, but he did. Oh. And... There was a problem with it. There was, there was a, problem a problem with, with the, porn? the porn. Well, the problem was he did not take himself out of the Zoom classroom and he was still sharing his screen. So sometimes, you know, so when people are waiting during a break, they just like turn their camera off and sit there with the screen live. And they were treated to a oh. a, a lot of stuff. Um, apparently it was very upsetting. Well, I, I can only imagine to the unsuspecting students who were not planning on watching porn during their break. Um, so, um, he's not teaching at Western oh, Sydney yeah. University. Something any tells longer. me that was an immediate suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Honey. So Time they're place. dealing with that. It's just, I, this is my question because I, I will check, double, triple check, like, my phone to make sure I've super hung up before I start talking about the person I was just talking to, to somebody else, okay, right? You close it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now the next off. time you get off the phone with Colleen, just know that <laughs> no. she has fully made sure she hung up her phone. I'm just saying, like, if you've had a hard conversation, an upsetting conversation, maybe you're a little bit irritated or something, you double, super, triple check. Did I? Or maybe just don't look at porn on your work computer. Well, I mean, there's that time and place. But but that's good advice (laughs) for the crazy, stupid idiots among us. Before you open up your Cam Soda account, is that what that's called? What is a Cam Soda? Yeah, that's those are the people that send out press releases. I do know that. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one one we get from all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever like there's a like. A viral story, they'll right. jump in and be like, "Hey, Cam Soda would like to give you a million dollars if you want to have sex yeah. with the person you went viral with." Exactly. So before you open up your, you know, your your Pern account, <laughs> check in, like you check, you double super check everything, right? Yeah. Like you don't want that. Haven't we had enough of these also, stories? School. I just I feel like there should have been like twelve. It almost begs the question whether that person like was being irresponsible in other ways because mm, mm-hmm. that's just a symptom of poor judgment. Yeah. Time. Cause it's not that people don't look at those things. It's mm-hmm. that you don't do that at work. 
Well, I mean, again, we've had some examples. Let's all mm-hmm. take a walk down memory lane. Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, yeah, and ourselves. We want to explain that we, because people might think we were like no, actively we looking at peering. No, we weren't actively. Well, we ended well, we up were, actively we were forced to it. look at someone else's porn because they porn bombed us. That was like in the beginning of Literally the pandemic. Literally like the first week of the pandemic, I think. And we were like, God, we got to find a way to connect with people. And so we made our Zoom room public and it turned oh. pubic. <laughs> well, it wasn't just pubic. That's nasty. You'll remember. Yeah, I remember. What a time. Oh, man. Real Haiti. That's right. Real deathy. That's right. I forgot about that. Real World War II. Yeah, we got very, we got, it was a whole. And we had to end things quickly. Yeah, we did. We did. Poor Colleen, you were traumatized for about a week. I was. I was sitting in my living room. My kids were around. I was like, suddenly there was stuff. And I just had to get out. It was a whole situation. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's that time of day where we play a little game. That game is called the throwback after this on my talk one Oh seven one.